What up, Gromis? Yeah. Alright, check it out. Hey, yo, what up? The name is Nerd Grows. I got the buttery turf flows. The way I make these herbs grow. This one's for all my tent homies and my earth hoes. Yo, 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 yo. I, wait, what, what are you doing, man? What? Start the podcast. Alright. What up, y'all? This is the first episode of the Nerd Grows podcast. And like many cannabis podcasts, I'm going to start off by telling you what I'm smoking on tonight. I have some biscotti from Tarot Tokes. And first off, let me tell you, their their packaging design is awesome. It's got that nice, like, tarot card occulty vibe to it, which I love. So far, the smoke's pretty good. I'm not, like, a super connoisseur by any means. I just like it. <laughs> I'm in the middle of my first grow, so I'm still on that dispensary, bud. Just good. I feel like it's hit or miss. Some strains from my dispensary are really good, and then others are super crazy. Like, I feel like the THC is super high, and then the terps don't really back it up, and I just end up having anxiety. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I recently got Bubble Bath from Electroleaf New York, and I am a huge fan of their strains. I love, in general, I love anything that's weird. Like, weird flavors of, like, potato chips and sodas and stuff. I like trying all that stuff. And Electroleaf has all these crazy strain names, like cannoli and garlic knots. And that's the kind of stuff I like trying out. I like experimenting and trying out new stuff. And I've been a big fan of their products so far. But this bubble bath strain messes me up really bad. I get a lot of anxiety from it. Along the same lines, I just got a jar of a bunch of different strains that my friend grew. And, you know, being a new grower, I just figured like, oh, yeah, you can grow weed that's like dispensary weed. But let me tell you, I like I like his buds a lot better than what I get from the dispensary. It's like this is probably my first time having really good homegrown. Like I've had homegrown weed before, but it's always I don't know. It has like that hay taste and. Usually it's not super potent or anything. And this is the first time I was like, all right, this is really good stuff. So if I had to like rank the different availabilities of cannabis, it would probably go obviously like crappy street weed is the first. And then next would be crappy homegrown. (laughs) And then second best would probably be dispensary weed. And then now my new favorite is homegrown that was grown with love and care and grown really well. And this leads into the topic for our first episode. I wanted to tell you about why I use cannabis. I thought it would be a good introduction to the podcast. You get to learn a little bit more about me, your valiant host. (laughs) But one thing that I really don't like about our culture's view towards cannabis is the stoner stereotype where You know, you see it in movies, and, like, stoner movies are fun. I'm a huge fan of uh, Dude, Where's My Car? I think that's, like, a meta stoner movie. Like, similar, like how similar uh, Scream is, like, a meta horror. I think Dude, Where's My Car is a meta stoner. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I think a lot of people hate that movie. (laughs) All right, I'm already off topic. But now, one thing I wish people understood more about cannabis users is that it's not just a stoner or a statistic you see on the news 
these are real people on the other end of that joint, you know? <laughs> and a lot of people use it medicinally, recreationally, a combination of both. And even, like, honestly, if you're using it recreationally, you're probably getting medicinal benefits, especially in the world we live in where we're constantly blasted with information, bad news, advertisements. Like, your brain's on overload all the time. So I, I think even recreational users of cannabis are still getting medicinal benefits just based on the time and place in which we live. So I wanted to tell you my story and hopefully, you know, put another knife into the back of the stoner stereotype. We could help kill this thing off. <laughs> so for most of my life, I had a really big underbite. Oh, all of my life. I still have it currently, <laughs> but it, ha it started when I was little, you know, when you're little, your body's growing and I ended up having orthodontics, like a lot of orthodontics, like braces, palate expanders, headgear, all that. And we actually got my jaw to like line up correctly. And then in my early teens, I hit a growth spurt and my jaw just kind of shot back out and I've had this underbite ever since. But the important thing about that growth spurt, it also started um, migraines and headaches. And I've basically had a 24-7 headache ever since that growth spurt when I was 13 or 14. These headaches also come with psychological issues like uh, anxiety. I mean, I can't fully blame my anxiety on it because I'm kind of an introvert naturally, which I think is more prone to, you know, social anxiety at least. But also things like irritability or just having a cloudy head where I can't think straight. The way I describe it to people is like when I wake up in the morning, there's a vice grip on my head and it just like slowly turns the crank all day long. And if I sleep, it like resets the crank. And then if I use cannabis, it's almost like turning the crank back like three spins. You know, it'll like take the pressure off and then it slowly starts building back up until I go to bed. But with the psychological effects I was experiencing from the headaches, my parents, which I can't blame them because I would have done the same thing, assumed that I was a, you know, hormone imbalanced teenager and that was causing the depression and the anxiety and all of that. So throughout my teen years, I went through like a bunch of different psychological like medications and none of them really worked. And it wasn't until I was, I think I was 20 or 21 years old. I went to a surgeon to try to get my jaw fixed because I thought maybe that would relieve the headaches. And when he did the x-ray of my head, he noticed that it wasn't just that my bottom jaw was really big. It was that my top jaw was also too small. And then a lot that causes a lot of the other bones in my face to become misaligned. So the headaches I was experiencing weren't due to a chemical imbalance or some sort of psychological issue. It's literally a mechanical issue of the puzzle pieces of my skull don't fit together correctly. I'm basically like, I mean, I look normal, but it's like, it's like being the elephant man. <laughs> Obviously, he's an extreme example, but kind of a similar circumstance of just your body parts 
didn't grow to fit together correctly kind of thing. So after I, I realized that's what the issue is, I stopped taking my psychoactive medications and I started using cannabis. Well, technically, I, I didn't start using cannabis until I was almost 19. It was like the summer before I left for college. I decided like, you know, like I'm a grown up now. I'm going to try it. I was never really into drugs as a teenager or partying in high school, really. I drank a couple times. I was in a punk rock band. I'm like, a punk, you know, I'm an old punk rock dude. So, you know, sometimes after we would play a gig, you know, we would sit, you know, sit in my friend's basement watching TV, you know, having a couple sips of vodka or something. But I was never really a heavy drinker or drug user in high school. But I noticed once I started using cannabis, once I finally got up the nerve to start using cannabis, <laughs> you know, it made the headaches go away, at least for a duration of my day. So, yeah, around the age of like between the age of 18 and 20, I kind of had all of these revelations of like, I don't need to be taking these pills and I need to just manage my actual skull pain. And cannabis has been a big part of my life ever since. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have fun using it, but it's really a big part of my day to day of just being able to not be in pain and to have my head not be cloudy. I know people joke around that cannabis makes your head cloudy, but in my experience, or at least with the way my body is set up, the cloudiness of the cannabis is nowhere close to the cloudiness of the headaches. And I kind of, it's funny, like, so I don't, I don't smoke and drive. I don't smoke at work. I don't like, I'm a very productive person. So I usually don't get a chance to use cannabis until the evening time. And it's really crazy how once it kicks in, it's like all of the information from the rest of the day floods into my head. And it actually gives me like an hour or two to like process everything that happened during the day that I wasn't able to focus on because I had the headaches all day. And I'm not saying all of this to be like a woe is me or to have a pity party or feel bad for myself. Like, I'm happy with who I am as a person. I'm confident. I work hard. But like I said before, I wanted to tell you my story so you can get to know me a bit better. And to show that people use cannabis for all different types of reasons, whether it's chronic illness you know, it's like a gradient all the way from extreme chronic illness all the way to, hey, let's just have fun and go to the movies, you know? You know, stereotypes are stereotypes because people like to box in a group of people. And really, cannabis users aren't a homogenous group. There's people from all different walks of life. Just like everything else in our culture, you know, the niches have sub-niches that have sub-niches how it works everything is super personalized nowadays which i think is cool you know being a punk rock dude i would rather you know go on youtube and find a new band playing in their garage than you know listen listen to the radio i think it's been an overall improvement <laughs> and i also think it's done a lot of good in the battle of combating the stoner stereotype so I recently started growing my own cannabis. We're on uh, day 39. 
next episode, I'm going to go over what my grow setup is, what my strategy is. I'm obviously still learning, but I have learned an insane amount over the past two months or so. I did like a good solid month of research before I did anything. <laughs> so far, what I like about growing is I find that, you know, nurturing the plants themselves is very therapeutic and it's a fun hobby. I'm the kind of person that loves learning really intricate things. Like I, you know, over the past year, I taught myself how to pick locks, how to do Rubik's Cube. I like learning like intricate things that you do with your hands kind of thing, like little gadgets or puzzles, things that you have to learn a lot about. I have like a big thirst for knowledge. And, you know, like I know it sounds like I'm saying like, oh, I'll pick something up and then give up because it's hard. Like a lot of people do those like, oh, this is my new hobby. And then they give up. This is my new hobby. Then I give up. I kind of have the opposite issue where when I become interested in a hobby, I cannot stop obsessing over it until I at least feel like I'm competent. So maybe that'll happen, you know, with growing cannabis. I don't, I don't think so. It's something I've wanted to do for a very long time now. I don't think I'm going to get like three grows in and be like, I'm good enough at this, you know? Obviously, there's only so many Rubik's Cubes you can play in a day, but you can grow cannabis forever. <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to talk about today was why I'm starting this podcast. For those of you who know me from my other adventures on the internet, you'll know that I'm primarily known as a TV and movie blogger. I do a little bit of YouTube, a little bit of podcasting, but it's mostly been in the niche of media and entertainment. Now, don't get me wrong, I still love, you know, my horror movies and my comic books and my weird hip-hop groups and <laughs> all that all that fun stuff. But after writing nonstop for five years, I'm starting to get a little burnt out on that niche, which isn't a bad thing. It's not like I'm going to stop watching movies, stop writing about movies. But I thought it was time to try something new. And I figured, you know, cannabis is a big part of my life. I'm learning how to grow cannabis, and I think it's a good fit for a new outlet for content. I don't see myself ever not making content. I've been making websites ever since I was, what, my first website I made was an online Pokédex when I was in fifth grade, back when you used to have to just upload a notepad. <laughs> You know, we didn't have WordPress or any of the fun stuff that we have now. So this is basically my attempt at trying out a different niche, seeing how it feels and all that. I've also always wanted to be a part of the cannabis community, but I'm also a kind of shy and bashful person. And it wasn't until I started growing that my friends started showing me all the different, you know, Discord groups and websites and podcasts and YouTubers and I didn't really get into the whole content creator side of cannabis and the whole community side of cannabis. And I decided to jump in, take the plunge, start talking to people, start hanging out with people, watching other people's content. And yeah, everyone has welcomed me with open arms. And, you know, as like the outcast punk rock guy, there aren't a lot of moments in my life where I feel like I fit in. And the cannabis community really makes me feel welcome. 
So thank you to everyone who's listening. If you've had discussions with me online previously, <laughs> but all right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a short one. Actually, it's the first episode. I have no idea how long these are going to be, but we're just going to have some fun with it. <laughs> all right. So next episode, I'm going to tell you about my growth setup and what my current strategy is. Obviously I'm open to all advice, all criticisms, hate me, love me, do weird things with your tongue. I don't know. But yeah, until next time, peace, y'all.